welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Star Wars Visions, Volume 2. We can't choose where our calling takes us, only whether or not to answer. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Uh, my name is Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me for this review, we've got my brothers in the force, Justin and Darcy. How are you doing this fine, fine evening? I have a vision, and we're about to give this series a no, yeah. no i won't i won't spoil it i won't spoil it, <laughs> won't spoil it like that. <laughs> i won't you know spoil what? the vision but i have a vision guys i if have a vision been, <laughs> if you've been following us on this podcast you can probably you probably all have a vision um and you know darcy he gets visions all the time darcy are you having a vision right now oh, what i get visions <laughs> This is news to me. We, we get I visions sometimes. He's I don't know how spice you know, works in your house. Yeah, okay, exactly. I don't know. The spices that I've we never dabble. done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like this season if that's what you're getting at, and I think that's what we're all getting at right now. So let's, why don't we just get into what we liked about it? <laughs> uh, well, we definitely will. Just before we do, though, um, just for our listeners who who probably are aware but not quite fully aware, uh, Star Wars visions stretches beyond any one form of animation and serves as a broader framework for celebratory expressions of Star Wars storytelling. Mm. Uh, and Volume 2 showcases that potential as the shorts go on a global tour celebrating the incredible animation happening across countries and cultures through the mythos of Star Wars. That's the official description for this season. Of course, this is the second season or second volume of Star Wars Visions. Uh, for our thoughts on Volume 1, we also have that review out. In fact, we have that and a spoiler-filled uh, version of that review. You got to kind of scroll, yeah, <laughs> scroll a little further back. But yes, we There's absolutely. There's got to be a search somewhere you on your podcast. For it. I'm sure. You know, <laughs> just add geekcentric um, in there. You'll find it. But with these reviews, you know, we normally go what worked, what didn't. I don't mm. really think that second category matters, um, guys. I want to kick it off and actually just sort of start off and 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 maybe just jump into what was your favorite uh, episode from volume two, if we want to just kick it off there. I mean, I've been thinking about that the entire time watching this series, and I feel it's like tough. every episode it was changing. Yes. But on the second rewatch, I think I really ha hammered it down, and my favorite was definitely Journey to the Dark Head. Ooh. There's something about the character mm -hmm. design, the story, just everything about that short yeah. worked so well for me, and I just loved everything about it. Yeah. Yeah, that one is a South Korean studio, Studio Mir. Um, totally phenomenal, and I, I love that it's um, it's it's kind of like it, it's it's prehistoric almost. It's 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 at an age of of Jedi that is like so far back. Um, and oh, dude, you're absolutely right with the with the animation. And I don't know about you, but for the screeners that we got for that episode, they were in Korean. Right, mm -hmm. like, the, mm -hmm. and it, so I think the option on Disney Plus will that you you will be able to watch it in both an English dub uh, and a Korean dub. I implore you to watch it in the Korean dub. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I'm with Darcy. This was really tough to to think about because I think at any given point it sort of shifts as to what would be your favorite for animation style for storytelling. Um, you know, I I think the one that 
I would have to lean on is In the Stars uh, from from Punk Robot. I really, really loved that one. The follow-up to that one, uh, which is uh, I Am Your Mother uh, from, oh. from Harmon Studios, is is so delightful. I cried. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a given. But I just think the the marriage of, of, of Star Wars and heartfelt comedy and just a new perspective on family, it was just such great stories and they'll, they'll just they'll leave you in in awe of the possibilities of, of what can be done in, in this galaxy yeah and and i think for for myself oh my gosh it, it was funny because as you we were watching this like you guys were saying like each episode i'm like okay that's my favorite and then you get to the next one I'm like okay that was one that one's my favorite well i think i think your i think your favorite might be my favorite from an animation standpoint like i i, oh. I like the story but i, I well, well let's see what is let's it see what, what is his it? is see. come on yeah just come on i'm guessing just, for I'm, him. Just, I'm just guessing here i'm going to go with <laughs> spy dancer from studio la cachette i actually think it's absolutely phenomenal i love i love that studio um and i love the way that they you know, I think the coolest thing with this, and it's it's kind of tough to review, right? Because we are talking about you know nine different short films uh, at you know at any given time, and so you know we're not necessarily playing within just one animation st- style or one one story, uh, one story style yeah. or or storytelling you know narrative style. Um, I think the Spy Dancer is such a cool. Uh, sort of the 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 way that it's done um, is is absolutely phenomenal. If you've ever done, if you've ever watched, uh, well, I think if you've ever watched uh, the Gendy Tartakovsky series Primal, mm-hmm. uh, this is the same studio from there, and they've done some work on things like Love, Death, and Robots, and 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 you know other other. Uh, you know, different yeah. um, sort of really artsy yeah. uh, styles. And it's it's cool because they, I think one of the things that I noticed specifically with that episode is that they play with the idea of, you know, characters don't all have to be a uniform shape. Um, I saw some chunky stormtroopers and I was like, could <laughs> I cosplay? You could I, I Could I cosplay <laughs> as a stormtrooper finally? Um, but, but even just the idea that I think, and I think this is true for, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, any of these stories, I would be like, Okay, when's the next episode? You know what I mean? Like, I want to watch more. I want to see more from these stories. Yeah. Um, and they're so riveting and so captivating in that way. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like we had the same uh, feeling after the first season. We were all like, give us spinoffs of some of those stories. Because, again, they introduce us to these worlds that are immediately so engrossing and so fresh. Because they are Star Wars, but it's not like any Star Wars we've experienced before. And it, that's why I think they're so gripping is because it is a new type of Star Wars and it's, I love it for that. But yeah, give me, give us more, give us like a little mini series, like three episodes every now and then from a different company. Ooh, okay. I okay. love that. I could, I'd be on board for a mini series. I just wonder though, if the beauty of these volumes is that, that short concept, like that's what really helps these stories sink so well, right? Because you're with them and you might be left with wanting more, but that's a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's rather than delivering on giving you a full series with that animation style or with that studio, it's like this is a taste, and more or less, this is a taste of what happens when you put Star Wars in the hands of other storytellers and animation studios that can bring uh, their own flair to this galaxy. So I think that that's really great. I will say that was not the uh, episode that I thought you were going to pick as your favorite, Nate. I did think that you were going to go with uh, Awasong, Awasong, uh, yeah, Awasong really good too. from oh. Tigerfish because. Honestly, like that in itself, like I said uh, before, the animation in that episode is like, oh my god, this so is incredible! Good. So like good. texture, you you can think you like when you look at it, you're like, I know what that feels like. I know what that's going to feel like. Um, so just such 
great work from from them as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, I just wanted to shout that out from an animation standpoint. I just I want for for me one of the animation standouts was the episode before was the pit. I mean, just mm. the way that oh. they played with light and dark in that in that one episode and yeah. just the story itself was so so grand and so real. I loved it. And it was yeah. uh, again, they, the, each of these things is so unique and so standalone from whatever comes before or after and the only unifying storyline is Star Wars and the fact that we can get so many unique yeah. stories from this one galaxy is incredible yeah. that's why it's, it's I love it I love this series yeah. give me more visions well yeah. Leandre Thomas the the director for that uh, for the pit you know he, he manages to take a, a really strong message and, and imbue it and I think obviously all of these shorts have that but but one of the things that I loved about this this season in particular um, was the fact that not all of these stories are going to be, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but not all these stories are just going to be fully happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people, there's that that misconception, and it's very unfortunate out there, that, that oh, yeah, because it's animation, they're all going to be, you know, happy by the end of it. And that is not true. These stories go to some dark places uh and you feel it and and i think it's it's so impactful um and i i absolutely adored that about this one i think i think for me like one of the other ones that really stood out in that way was screechers reach mm-hmm. i think is is fantastic mm-hmm. i highly recommend um you know maybe not ending on that episode i would say yeah go in the order that the episodes for sure. uh yeah. are are listed because uh, you know our song you're going to have a, a nicer time i think um but no it, it's honestly it's 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 so refreshing every single episode to sort of there's there's always that moment of wow like just always that moment of of something what i'm watching here i'm feeling it at the same time and it's 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 so cool i just i i it's it's some of the most refreshing star wars that we've gotten in in since visions volume one Nate's buzzword for this episode, refreshing. Refreshing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, no, I, I couldn't agree more, Nate. I think, you know, the, the the reality is, is that, as I was mentioning before, the ambiguity, the want and desire, the idea that not everything needs to end so conclusive in each of these shorts uh, is what makes them a huge success. That's, that's the beauty of shorts, right? It leaves you thinking and it, it can leave you wanting more. Um, but... You know, another thing that like I really enjoyed about the themes explored, you know, in in the interview that I was referencing before, uh, which you can go listen to right now, um, <laughs> James uh, James Waugh very much spoke about the idea of uh, stripping the Star Wars out of it to focus on the story that they're trying to tell, and each of these stories have such a a human. Uh, connection that still connect with the, the the tropes of star wars you know like sith and jedi good evil rebel empire you know what i mean familial relationships and the familial relationships are really are explored even so much more mothers and daughters are very much on the forefront and i love that i love that perspective because i think star wars has always had daddy issues <laughs> more or less throughout <laughs> and i think that uh i think it's really great that we can see uh, new stories told. There's a great perspective from brother and sister uh, in 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 the story from India from 88 Pictures. It was absolutely lovely, and you know the thing that that sort of binds them together and makes them that consistent thread is that human touch that they each have that they they connect with you so it's 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 refreshing (laughs) (laughs) well i think yes the bandits of golak uh is the episode you're referring to um super 
honestly, it's it's such a fantastic and that one again such a different animation style and just kind of going back to the animation, um, the, kind of the choices that they were making. I mean, again, we're seeing you know Ardman Studios, we're seeing that Wallace and Gromit esque style and the yeah. comedy that's there, and it's yeah. so much fun. But then, like you said, something like In the Stars uh, from Gabriel uh, Osorio where they used a mix of digital 3D, stop-motion animation, hand-painted backgrounds, and then the craziest thing, and, and what we were kind of uh, talking about in terms of, of, of you know reaching out and feeling like you could touch the animation, um, they used actual plants from you know deep within uh, Patagonia where they actually like put them in the short, and it and it, it's it's just so cool the way that they were able to do all this, and and I think the other thing that Justin, you and I were talking about from a narrative perspective, um, and I know we're kind of going all over the place, but heck, who cares? It's it's it's, it's all it's, positive, man. It's, it's all positive. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to say, like, um, you and I were talking about, and and you mentioned this in the interview, the idea of Star Wars fans being very specific about, well, this is how the force works. This is the rules for this. This is how this needs to be. Uh, very much how what they what they want Star Wars to be and not what it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, uh, I, I think with this series, the beautiful part about it, and we talked about the, the episode, the very first episode specifically, which is uh, just called Sith, where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the short kind of takes place in sort of a blank canvas of space that gets filled out throughout you know over the course of the the film and and it's it's absolutely beautiful but it's one of those things where well how does the force work to do that is that a special force power you know what it doesn't doesn't matter matter. none of that matters and that's the beautiful part about this is that we get the the flavoring of star wars we get the, the 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 sort of the 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 overall look of Star Wars and the feel of Star Wars, but we get these stories that are just so connected to these creators and it's, it's, it's so beautiful. It's refreshing, honestly. It's, it's you know, and it's incredible to, to at least have each other to kind of talk to. Cause I, I know I watched it before you guys. And, and I, I remember talking to Nate about the first one after you had watched it and I wasn't yeah. too hot on it. I was like, I didn't really get it. Right. right? And then, and then I was like, open up your mind, Justin. <laughs> no, All like, right? we were, we were talking about like just the idea of these shorts being perspectives perspectives right. of the Star Wars galaxy not definitive and that that is what you're very much talking about and that's where I kind of came up with this idea that we're, we're we have to be open to the idea of what Star Wars can be outside of what we want it to be um and and what we or what we already know to, yeah. exactly and what we yeah. know and what we expect it to be so it's 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 you know and I think the the first one does very much open open up that box of of think differently if you will about Star Wars uh, through this this art of animation. It's beautiful the fact that we're starting with Sith which is all about adding color to the the world around the characters when in volume 1 we started with uh that first episode which the was the duel which was all in black and white and I just think it's such a cool sort of juxtaposition there. Um sorry, go ahead Darcy. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it's in the name of the show. It's Star Wars Visions. Visions. It's not Star Wars exactly. Legends or anything like exactly. that. These are visions, right. of, visions of, yeah. of just the the force at large, basically. Yep. It's and, all there. Again, it's so cool. I mean, one of my favorite parts, going back to, you know, animation style, is the fact that we're seeing a lot of, you know, new, or sorry, old aliens or spe- species and races that we're so familiar with in these new styles. It's so much fun, but it's also fun to see 
new aliens and think about what they might look like in the greater Star Wars universe. Like this series is so good at making you think about Star Wars in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. And that's what is really needed because again, Star Wars is so much more than the Skywalkers and their lightsabers. So it's really cool to, to get these, these little visions into what could be. I love it. Got it in there. You got that word in there. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I just wanted to mention as well, I think the, the, the the voice casts something we haven't even talked about the voice mm. casts for every single one of these are fantastic and i love the idea that you know coming from an irish background screechers reach featuring mostly irish accents uh and, and irish voices is so cool um you know we've got chilean accents we've got accents of folks from south africa we've got you know korean voice dub french accents like just a lot of these different you know characters and these these voices that we haven't necessarily heard mm-hmm. in Star Wars in general and I love that that's kind of something that we're getting and and there's some there's some big stars in some of these episodes like I think with the pit um we've David got Diggs. Uh, David yeah. Diggs yeah. Uh, is in there and as soon as you hear him you're just like that's David Diggs and it's just it's so freaking cool um I know that uh that the Screechers Reach also does feature Angelica Houston uh, in Screechers Reach was just again, it's one of those voices that you hear, and it, you'll you'll you'll. I'm not going to spoil who she is, but you'll hear her, and it's just one of those moments where you're just she, like, of course, it's absolutely she, fantastic. Is she Irish? No, she's not Irish. She's so the, she, she's the ten percent of of the cast that isn't Irish. Okay. In I thought Reach. I thought yeah. I thought everyone in that was supposed to be was Irish. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, that's that's clear. Okay. Just a fun little uh, fact as well, by the way, um, the Korean voice actors in Journey to the Darkhead were also the Korean voice actors who did the dub for, who've done dubs for Leia, Obi-Wan, yes. and Kylo Ren, uh, which is just so cool to also think about the way that they're sort of tying in and bringing these folks in to more Star Wars. And again, I think that's the biggest takeaway for for me you know, Star Wars Visions Volume One, focusing on on Japanese anime and allowing those incredible creators to focus and hone and work on their craft within the world of Star Wars was a phenomenal thing. But then getting to open it up globally, and I think that's the biggest thing is is Star Wars is this proves it. Star Wars is made better when you get more voices working with Star Wars. Like that's that's ultimately it and I think that is what excites me about the future of of Star Wars is that this is a phenomenal sort of proof if you will uh that that you know what you can give Star Wars to people from across the globe and we're going to get some incredible stories out of it and I just I can't wait. I really hope that Lucasfilm decides to just continue with some of these, as we were saying, some of these studios or some of these voices, bring them back, have them make more stories, because clearly, based on these shorts, they they can they can do it. It's phenomenal. Uh, but with that said, guys, let's get to our final thoughts, and I'd love to know your your score uh, for this on a, on a scale of one to five visions. Uh, Justin, I'll have you kick us off. It's not a season one. Again, Star Wars Visions Volume 2, it is a stunning showcase of the power of animation and the limitless possibilities of storytelling within the Star Wars universe. You know, the series brings together these nine unique and diverse visions visions uh, from some of the most talented studios and creators in the industry, and it offers their own interpretation on this franchise. That's, that's, that's the best thing that we could ask for from, from Star Wars. You know, one of the standout aspects of this collection is the incredible range of storytelling, as we were discussing. 
you know, like we have epic action-packed battles like the Sith or Journey to the Dark Head, or we have these more introspective and emotional journey stories like In the Stars and The Pit, you know, but each episode is offering something unique. The animation itself is is a true feast for the eyes. Like it is the unifying part that really celebrates diversity in these series of shorts. Uh, you know, each episode uses color, light, textures, painterly aesthetics, you know, bringing their own distinct visuals that perfectly capture the essence of Star Wars, uh, but in a new lens. The attention to detail in, in the character design and the world building as well, like you were pointing out, Darcy, like with the creatures and, and the aliens, like to see some of those translate from live action into animation, but to see what might be shown in animation show up in live action, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're playing with each other in that sense, right? Um, and I think that, you know, it, it brings new life to the familiar concepts while introducing exciting new elements, like things that you you just get pumped about for Star Wars. But I think the most exciting aspect is, you know, Star Wars Visions Volume Two is the way it, is is the way it expands the Star Wars universe. It, it allows these creators to put their own stamp on the franchise. Uh, the series offers a glimpse into the boundless potential of the Star Wars universe. It's ex- an exciting reminder that there are countless stories to be told within this galaxy, far, far away, and that each one has the potential to be just as thrilling and engaging as the last. It is a must watch. Like it is a must watch for Star Wars fans, for animation fans, for anyone who loves the two together, which hopefully if you're listening to this, you love both. Uh, you know, it, it, it is it is offering the perspective on the franchise while staying true to the core elements. This is a fantastic addition to the Star Wars canon and a reminder of just how much potential there is in telling stories in this galaxy. So five out of five visions, again, for this volume two. This is this is some great stuff man i just i absolutely love it if that didn't tell you enough (laughs) (laughs) darcy how about yourself i mean mine's pretty much same thoughts as you guys that everything about this this series of short films works so well in expanding the star wars universe new refreshing ways uh i can't speak enough about how much how exciting it is to explore other cultures through the lens of Star Wars because yes. like we said in, in the way that characters are designed to the way that they use music also inspired by the cultural you know yes. areas that these these shorts are coming from it's incredible everything about it is so enjoyable and I, again I've watched them twice already I'll probably watch them five more times before we talk about it again because I just love the series so much it's so unique and so refreshing it's an easy five out of five visions for me I don't know what else to say I loved it <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I, I, you know, I would never meant, you know, I would never recommend on a first or second watch to to watch it passively. But I think this is a series that honestly, I would gladly just put onto my beautiful television and just have running in the background as I'm, you know, working around the room (laughs) or if I have friends over and I just want something on in the background. Uh, Honestly, there's there's not a single frame of this entire series, volume one and two, um, that I don't think anyone would be would would not want on their walls uh, at all times, or at least I, I know I would <laughs> want them on my walls at all times. Um, and, you know, definitely check out the art book. The art book for Visions Volume 1 is out. I'm really, oh. I cannot wait for, for the for two? the art book for Volume oh 2. God, I'm going to yes. just freaking look at that all day I, long. I think, I think it'd be great if they released a behind the scenes. 
Uh, oh yeah, like like working with each studio. To well, I mean, they did shorts. they did that for Volume One, so hopefully hopefully we'll get that on Volume Two uh, as well. <laughs> um, so hopefully we'll we'll get to check that out on Disney Plus once this uh, series launches, which again is May fourth, which will be tomorrow uh, if you're listening to this on the night of release. Um, but guys, uh, oh, and my score, <laughs> dude. <laughs> let me go here. Do you guys have another ten minutes? Here we go. Uh, uh, five out of already. five visions. That's <laughs> Five out of five visions. That's what I'm giving it. Um, <laughs> we don't need to go on any further. Um, but that is it for our spoiler-free review for Star Wars Visions Volume 2. If you enjoyed it, well, hopefully you did, please subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And keep in mind, we also have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies, TV shows, games, uh, including our recent spoiler-free reviews for the Super Mario Bros. movie, Dungeons & Dragons. We also wrapped our Mandalorian Watch Club for Season 3. Um, which is coming out tomorrow. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that finale, um, as well as the season as a whole, you can definitely check that out tomorrow, May the 4th, as part of your May the 4th celebrations. We'll also have some TikToks, uh, which are you know kind of cutting together some, some interesting moments from different Star Wars interviews uh, that we've done recently. So you can check that out at TikTok at We Are Geek Centric. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, our Star Wars Celebration recap, and then I was talking about the people that we interviewed, and the majority of them were all at Star Wars Celebration. It was so cool. Shout out to Disney Studios Canada, Lucasfilm, all the wonderful folks uh, who've helped us to, to be able to do these things. And we also have some interviews, believe it or not, that aren't Star Wars related, like our interview with Aisha Tyler or our interview with Alyssa Waponatak, who plays Tiger Lily in Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, and as we mentioned, of course, our, our interviews uh, with with executive producers of Star Wars Visions Volume 2, James Waugh, Jackie Lopez, and Josh Rhymes. Uh, those are available right now, uh, so you can listen to those if you haven't already. Um, and you can also watch some of those interviews on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Coming soon, uh, you know, we're talking about Star Wars Visions Volume 2. I mean, this is the last time I'm going to make this joke, I think. Uh, we just take the dial and we turn it up one volume... <laughs> Because we've got yeah, some... after this, there's no more volume there's jokes. No okay? more volume jokes, <laughs> unless we're talking about the volume, like in in, in Mandalorian season four. I guess, um, <laughs> but the, you turn the volume up one knob, and we're at volume three. We're gonna have some coverage for Guardians of the Galaxy volume three. Uh, we've got our coverage for that. Our review is is actually out now for Guardians of the Galaxy. Spoiler free. Don't worry, we're not gonna spoil. All I all I will spoil is that I cried my eyeballs out. Uh, I think we all did, um, but. <laughs> In the review and and uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, but we also have some phenomenal interviews coming out uh, May fifth. Uh, so be sure to subscribe on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/geekcentric. Subscribe, give, leave us a five star review. That really does help us out. If you like, if you comment, if you share, um, all these things, you know, they take just a second to do, uh, and they really, really do impact and help us to kind of keep doing what we love doing and, and getting these wonderful opportunities. And we're just we're so thankful Star Wars. to anyone and everyone <laughs> that we get to talk to, but especially folks from Star Wars. Uh, Justin, Darcy, thank you so much for joining me for this spoiler-free review. And as we say, love ya. Laters. Peace. Peace.